You are now listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Welcome to Feeding Off Each Other, the weekly podcast where we feed off the talent, humor, knowledge, and awesome stories of our guests and each other. I'm Matt Dennison, joined as always by David Close Shave Wiggins. Mm-hmm. I walked into the office the other day, I was a little bit startled. I was you up, didn't something. say anything, and I was almost offended. I don't know, I was just <laughs> uncomfortable. I was like, it was like a baby when the dad shaves his head or whatever. Like, I, was, I wanted to cry about it. It was, a, it was a bit of an accident, actually. Oh, yeah. I just went too low on the setting, and I was like, well, I guess we're doing this now. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't on purpose? Not really. Why? What do you mean, why? You look fine. You look great. Thank now you. you don't have to shave again for a while. Yeah. You <laughs> look great, says Jason. Has had a beard for probably 10 years now, Lucas. Mm. Except for that one time we had to shave it. I for was going to say, the only time I've ever shaved is, yeah, for a video. Is that the only time? No, there's more recent. What was um, the other one? Was it Pit Viper? Yeah, I did shave for Pit oh, Viper. Oh, yeah, Pit Viper, when you had to wash the car, right? Yeah, I shaved. Oh, I feel like yeah, Jason yeah, yeah. has one of those rare faces where he actually looks younger with the beard. Instead of without the beard. Like he shaves and he probably looks older. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Jason does have a rare face though. I mean, it's a face that you can't forget. I feel like (laughs) I'm, on the other hand, like quite forgettable. But like when I go out in public with Jason every once in a while, like Jason's always the one that draws the attention, right? They're like, wait, I know that guy. I recognize those eyebrows. I love the hair. He's very recognizable. Yeah. (sighs) Well, I I would say our guest today is pretty recognizable. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you guys? Mm -hmm. No beard though. That's... No, I shaved it recently. He's yeah. got one of those top beards. I think they just call it hair. But uh, <laughs> anyway, once upon a time, today's guest was an airplane engineer, but now they are much more well-known for creating content that documents their wild and wacky bicycle inventions, from pedals made of Lego to 3D printed tires to custom banana holders and literally everything in between. This person's creativity knows no bounds. I'm doing the breathing thing again. Yeah, yeah, I cannot hear it. I can't not hear it anymore. Just take one big breath and do it all. You can catch their new series, Failure is an Option, streaming now on Outside Watch, or you can catch them right here today on a little show we like to call Feeding Off Each Other. Mothers, brothers, and shothers, please give a 3D printed welcome to Brendan Carberry. Yeah, that's Cut Carberry. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's my 3D printing. Let's go, Welcome. Brandon. <laughs> That's your 3D printing. Did uh, Outside Watch uh, ask you guys to plug that show for them? or No, we're just no. good friends. And we are friends now, right? I think we are genuinely stoked when uh, other creators you know, breach the, the uh, social platforms into larger platforms. Oh, yeah, I was stoked when that happened. Yeah, that was a fun experience. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, awesome yeah. to see you. Maybe very happy to see you breaching. Yeah. Breaching. <laughs> is that what you said as well? I yeah, breaching, yeah. yeah. Into I would the like next, to breach you. Into the next realm of, uh, you know what, TV? Not TV. Yahoo! I guess some of it's on cable. You can watch yeah. it on TV. You can watch it on cable somewhere. Some argue that YouTube is TV now. Yeah. That is true. Depending. We, we were, we are boomers, so we were like, what is Outside Watch? That is an app? So just so people can actually go watch this thing? Yeah, it's an app or, it's, it's a subscription basically. Okay. And they fund, the cool thing about them is they, um, they give a lot of creative freedom and they have a decent budget for us to actually film the stuff. So I got to build a lot of cool stuff and there's no, you're not relying on advertising dollars, which is really nice. Yeah. Nice. So like it would be hard to do that same stuff for my YouTube channel just because I'd have to rely on AdSense to fund the projects and yeah, and I didn't have to do it with them. In your words, can you describe this project to the world? 
Oh yeah, so failure is an option. It started out originally as we were intending to test gear. Um, so they originally approached me about testing gear and then I kind of decided that we needed a bit more storyline behind each episode. Um, I can hear myself breathing too. So, um, <laughs> how do I avoid the breathing thing? Um, and then uh, we kind of ended up with a show that's sort of like a cross between Mythbusters meets Bear Grylls. Oh man, both great. Ooh. Yeah. Love Mythbusters. So hooked. No, that's setting the bar no, pretty no high. No piss drinking though? No piss drinking? No piss drinking, okay, no. Piss not, drink. not yet. Did they drink yet. this one? Bear, Bear Grylls. Oh, yeah, right, right. I'm oh, sorry, I was <laughs> yeah. trying to remember when Carrie not, Byron drank her not own piss. Not on no, Mythbusters. But yeah, it's a, it was a blast. And we did like uh, the world's cheapest houseboat. And I, I built a skimboard that works anywhere. And uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good time. Yeah, really good learning experience. I didn't I, realize you were testing gear because I watched the first episode. You making the trailer. You put, is this right? You put the mountain bike wheels on the trailer. Yeah. Were you actually so testing the wheels? Not very scientifically. Okay. We sort of lost the scientific side of the testing thing. But I figured that was okay because there's a lot of people doing that already. And unless we could do it better than them, we should do it differently. So I just decided to do it differently. I see. Yeah, so we put them on the trailer. It was kind of like this scenario where you got a flat tire in your trailer. Could you take a wheel off your bike and put it on the trailer? And you, you totally could. It worked quite well. What do you got in your hand there? Oh, yeah. So I brought some gifts. Um, and sadly, they're incomplete. I ran out of um, elastic cord. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. We got to guess what these are because okay. I have no clue. Okay. For the audience at home, it's uh, looks like. Where am I looking? Looks uh, like a, yeah, we got a camera over there. T-shaped. Can I, can I hold one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to offend you. Passing I'm going to call it plastic. It is plastic. Um, okay, good. It's plastic. I, 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 have a, I have a guess. Yeah, okay. I do too. Bottle opener? It is not a bottle opener. Oh, I thought it was a wall-mounted bottle opener. I know what this is. I'm seeing a banana, oh, wait, banana. shape. I know is, is it a banana holder of some sort? That mounts uh, to absolutely. a water bottle bracket yep. on ah. your like, yes. So I ran out of, I didn't realize, but I had run out of elastic cord. So I was, oh. I was taking them off the printer this morning, and I was going to put the cord on there, and I was like, oh, crap, I'm out of cord. I couldn't get any on the way here. How did this you love? I like how we're just like totally silent trying to fix. <laughs> so, ooh, what is this? What is this object? Banana? <laughs> so Brooke sent me the logos in a vectorized format, so I'm able to put that on the print that I designed and uh, colorize it. And that's awesome. Yeah. This is all of my dude right here in yeah, yellow. Right. I love you. Uh, it's a PLA. P oh, PLA. Yeah. PLA mm. versus type of plastic. That's a type of plastic. Yeah. PVC? Is that a type of plastic? That's a type of plastic. There's a lot of P. ABS? Uh, yeah. CTV, CBC, NBC, <laughs> and all plastics. <laughs> I see. Well, um, so I'm going to have to put this where my water bottle would go, the cage, and then I got to find some like cord. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you got some kicking around. I can show you how it goes, how it goes in there. But. And I just put the banana directly on this. Yep. Banana goes right wow. in there. Not if it's too ripe. You know, you got to have like the. Just as it's turning yellow, kind of banana. Yeah, yeah, prime, yeah. Prime ripeness. Now, I do have a banana guard. Is it compatible with my banana guard? I think so, yeah. Okay, Just awesome. make sure your cord is long enough. It should be compatible. You might need to guard. get the, um, like the software upgrade if, oh. if, it, if it's not. Okay, well, I'll do that. Thank you very much for the gift. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that's you're welcome. We don't, uh, it's not so often we receive gifts. It's not. Take a hint, future guests. <laughs> <laughs> we used to give gifts. Also, that's true. We, that lasted like four episodes. Yeah. What did we give? Bubble tea, Red Bull, mm -hmm. <laughs> a variety of Red Bulls. Now we give uh, crisp glasses of water to our guests. That's great. I appreciate are you enjoying that. your water? Oh, it's fantastic. Three D printed right from the top. Is the uh, are you are you guys sponsored by Red Bull? No. 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 
We've worked with them in the past. A lot of Red Bull in the fridge. That's what I was wondering. Take the hint, future Red Bull. Um, <laughs> no, we're not. They've supported us on some projects and stuff. They did supply together. all of that Red Bull yeah, that and is. the Red Bull fridge. Yes. And we have an overflow of the sugar-free. Mm-hmm. We don't love the sugar-free. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't really like it either. I mean, if you're drinking Red Bull, like you're, you know, just go all in. It's yeah. like doing, I don't know. <laughs> We're never going to get that Red Bull sponsorship. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like doing crack. You know, you're not going to do sugar-free crack. Just do the crack. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, cut that, cut that, cut that. Uh, no, no, that's that staying. We're doubling that. Brooke, uh, play it again. Double it. <laughs> double down. So we wanted to ask, where are you from? And I think I have a hint because you called me and New York came up. Are yeah. you from New York? Uh, originally, I'm from Florida, actually. Okay. Uh, we couldn't find this information online. Might oh, explain some of the antics. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of, I kind of think there's a lot of Florida man influence in my, in my channel. Um, but, uh, yeah, then grew up in New York. Do you know the origin of the Florida man? Like why it's a thing? Like why it's a meme sort of? Oh, I, I think it's just, Florida's just a ridiculous state. It's that, but it's also the way their, their press works and the, the fact that it, the news can just go to a police station and they just get all the, the records of everything that happens, whereas really? other states and other places don't have it. So you're just getting exposure to all the craziness in the media. Oh, and so then it's just a competition in the media about who can publish the craziest story? Yeah, when well, they just have access to stuff that's not accessible everywhere else. Have like, you taken the Florida Man challenge? No. <gasps> so you just Google Florida Man followed by your birthday, <laughs> and then you find out what your Florida Man character actually is. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. Brooke, pull that up. You know my birthday. I can't wait to find out. I think I, mine I, was Florida man goes to gross to a liquor store with baby alligator in hand, something like that. Is that a crime? I, maybe it's a misdemeanor or something. I'm not well, sure. He was using the alligator to open bottles of beer in the in the store. Sick. Florida is insane. How long were you there for? Oh, just as a little kid. I was like mm-hmm. eight years old. Yeah, got out of there. And then New York, and then where? Then I was living in Toronto for a while. And uh, then L.A. My wife got a sweet job in L.A., so we lived there for two years. And then uh, now I'm here. Nice to be. Nice to be here. What was the sweet job? She is a biologist. She got her Ph.D. Um, looking at um, plastics in the ocean. She does tracks all sorts of sources and sinks of pollution and studies how to how to fix the problem. And she works with a lot of um, players in the industry to reduce waste and especially a lot of textile uh, folks, uh, clothing companies and fabrics and things like that. So, so wait, when you 3D print, <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> you're like arch nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? She's finding banana holders in the ocean. Uh, yeah. It's, we sort of clash about this sometimes. <laughs> Luckily. So the reason I like 3D print, so I used to be a machinist and um, you know, when I'd make stuff out of plastic, obviously there's a lot of waste, a lot of shavings that don't get used and just, go in the garbage. And the nice thing about 3D printing is I rarely have, I rarely have any, any waste. So um, pretty much since I'm not making like a consumer facing product, since I'm just doing stuff that's good enough for, you know, Instagram reels, I basically, I basically get the thing I need first time every time. And it looks good enough for the video. So I don't really have a lot of things that go to waste. Um, Basically everything I've made for my channel up to this point fits in like a big bin that I've got in the garage, which is nice. So not too much plastic waste or my wife would kill me. <laughs> and then now you're up in the PNW. Yeah. Good how, to be here. How you liking it? Man, I love it. I love it. I was, uh, SoCal was getting to me. I don't know, the traffic, too much sun down there. I'm just, 
Yeah, you need sounds terrible. You need eight to ten months of darkness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least. My like <laughs> pale Irish skin was just suffering in the desert. It was bad. It's, it's nice to be up here. Yeah, nice you, to be riding bikes year round in the forest. I was yeah. gonna say, have you ridden? the shore at all or where have you not gone? since i moved here on january 1st i have ridden the shore before but i did get a ride in in squamish before it got cold that was awesome and then been riding in bellingham a few times so yeah yeah um galvis one of us let's go i love the riding here yeah absolutely let's ride i'll bring sure. my banana holder <laughs> yes <laughs> I, we, I, I, go ahead. I was going to say, can we have like a banana exchange club where we like all bring our bananas Whoa. to the trail? Banana Republic? Yeah. <laughs> a one Republic? Yeah. <sighs> yes. I did the Florida Man Challenge and this doesn't seem like a bad thing. I don't know. An, another incident that happened on April 6th. Florida Man helps amputee upstairs, then returns to build ramp. It does sound like you. Wow, you got a very nice Florida wow. Man. Yeah. Nice. This is awesome. How philanthropic. I thought it was going to be like terrible. It's funny. It's another. Oh, also I'm confused. It says the first thing in the headline, it says April 6th, a Florida man said alligators get to know each other during mating season. That's weird. And then underneath I got an ad that says, am I gay test? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> what? All right. I'm done with this challenge. Oh, I should do that funny. test later. Okay. So I just did mine. Um, Florida man asks Walmart employee for anything that would kill people, uh, <laughs> oh, anything that would kill 200 people. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, boy. That does, that does sound like me. What do you think that would be? 200 people? 200 people? I mean, we can think of them. Do you think, so? are, you, are you asking what do you think Walmart sells that would kill 200 yeah. people? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Mm, probably anything in uh, the, like, juice aisle. I was going to say, <laughs> uh, obviously Coca-Cola, <laughs> yeah. right? Sugars. Like Kool-Aid jammers. <laughs> Enough of those will kill anybody. I'll jam them Mine's right pretty up. good. Uh, I was thinking, like, a defective bouncy house or something, you know? Like, the <laughs> oh, fan yeah. shuts off and everyone's just stuck inside. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. Dave, what'd you get? Oh, yeah, mine was, uh, a Florida man becomes the first U.S. Capitol rebel to receive a prison sentence so uh. from the insurrection. <laughs> Wow. Oh, my God. So, Dave, where were you January 6th? <laughs> you said you were away. Well, you know, there was a rigged election, so. Dave! <laughs> so, we're really in uh, interested in your the whole engineering side and your shop. You, you mentioned the shop. The shop's getting bigger. It looked to me like your shop was in the trailer. Yeah. So, the trailer, like the mobile shop is like my mobile maker space. So, in there I have... Uh, all my bike tools, and I have a, a laser cutter and a 3D printer in there. But that's kind of made to work with wherever I park it. So like right now, we have a garage at the house we're, li we're living at, so it kind of like expands into there. So I have like bigger machines in there, like all my metalworking tools, welder and plasma cutter, and then a couple more 3D printers. And uh, what else I got? Oh yeah, I'm working on getting a little CNC uh, mill at the moment. So yeah, it's kind of like the downside of having a channel like this is that you are, um, it's not, uh, you start to accumulate stuff over time and you become less and less mobile. But I guess the upside is you don't really have to travel to film at all. So right. Well, you're preaching the choir. Look at our crap. Yeah. We yeah. Can't no, move I mean, far with this same stuff. deal. Same deal. Yeah. You, you kind of have to like maintain that shop space always and deal right. with the overhead of that. So do you have a visa to be here? Like how do you cross the border with a trailer like that? Oh yeah. I'm a Canadian permanent resident. So oh, okay. Yeah. Just, I got, I got that. finally got that like uh, six months ago. So applied for it when we got married and uh, took like three years to get it. But does uh, smooth things over a lot, you know, it's nice. One of us, eh, one of <laughs> us, eh. Oh, I love Canada. 
Yeah, that's great. I love the trailer. Like, what a cool thing to just pull around and have available wherever you go. Yeah, it was nice. I when we were moving up from uh, from LA, I took like two weeks on the road and met up with uh, some friends and road and just built stuff together. It was great. Yeah, it's nice. Nice setup. You got anything in there that can kill 200 people at once? <laughs> I'm just asking for a friend. Jeez, I don't know. You'd have to fit them all in the trailer, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> 3D printing fumes. Tell us about uh, the things you make on your channel. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, like what kind of thing? I mean, Jason kind of touched on some of the things, but, you know, you have a lot of wild ideas. A lot. Oh, man. I never know how to describe my channel. I think mostly because I don't like to box myself in, but I just say I'm a product designer in the outdoor industry but focus on like futuristic or conceptual products, which basically just means ridiculous, ridiculous ideas. Yeah. But ridiculously you, cool. Yeah. Though, sometimes. How do you come up with the ideas? Cause you, I, I saw you had a variety of different sprockets, like ways yeah. for the chain to wrap around the crank to drive the bike, which I was like, that's creative. And then you had one that could also hold water and like be an extra little water vessel. And, I don't know about you guys, but I would literally never think of that in my life. <laughs> yeah, the the water sprocket was, um, I think I was just, I was on a ride, I was out of water. And then I was thinking to myself, like, where would be the worst possible place you could store water on your bike? Like, probably somewhere where it rotates. So then I made the, um, I was on a sprocket kick at that point. I had made one, I think I started with the square, procket, square sprocket. And I always try to leave room for commenters ideas so like everybody the comment section always has the best ideas so like you know someone's like do a triangle like do a batman symbol so we just kind of like go along with that and then um yeah then then i had the idea for the water sprocket from kind of like as an evolution from the uh, other sprocket designs so some is crowdsourced some is real life ish problems yeah totally like i have a kind of loose content schedule i have an ever-growing list of things i want to make and then I try to like post and then leave room in the schedule just to like respond to comments or build people's comments. Cause that's like half, half the fun for me is kind of the uh, interactive part. So who suggested the Shishka bar, which for the people listening was a bar end that goes to the end of the handlebar, which can hold your kebab of yeah. uh, chicken, <laughs> red onion. Like a real kebab? Like a real, real kebab. chicken? What? I don't think anybody suggested that. <laughs> really? I, that was my idea. <laughs> Anytime I'm, you know, hungry on the trail, I'm like, I wish I had a kebab right now. <laughs> tell, tell us about this. It's hated. I, a lot of people really didn't like this one. They thought it was <laughs> disgusting. Although not as hated as the, um, I made a snack accumulator, which is like a little pouch you wear around your neck and it just collects all the crumbs you drop throughout the day oh. and like presses it into an energy bar. I also that, saw one that one was really, really hated. But I love, like, I love snack inventions. I feel like it's just so universal. So like the thing with every video is I try to, kind of connect with someone who really doesn't know anything about mountain biking as well as the mountain bike community. So, so you get like snacks are a good way to do that. Like everybody, everybody eats. So. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves snacks. Yeah. I think one of our most popular videos in recent times was uh, us eating poutine in Quebec and riding oh, bikes. Nice. People, People love snacks. snacks. I love snacks. Is there, is there one of these kind of crazy creations that stands out where you're like really proud of it or, it, you know, kind of shocked you in a way you didn't expect? I, I really liked the 3D printed tires series that I did over the summer. And I'm gonna continue that because it was super popular. Um, I don't know, it just seemed to resonate with a lot of people like making, it's, it's, first off, it's something you wouldn't expect to 3D print. And tires are definitely not something you'd expect to make yourself at home. And so just kind of coming up with a, a design where people could 
oh, yeah, naked themselves the in their now. own. This this was wild. I saw this. Um, it actually worked surprisingly well. It looked like it worked actually well. <laughs> if it's slow, like there's a lot of you know of energy absorbed by the plastic when it rolls, versus yeah. air, which kind of returns all the energy after it springs. But um, they did work pretty well, and they're pretty durable. Is there a future there? You think like I I and as far as like that format like 3d printing them in sections yeah i've seen i've seen car tires similar kind of like airless car tires and is that a thing for bikes as well yeah i think some i think i've seen it on on like work bikes as well um i it'd be good like we had when i was working at ge uh we had little bikes like mechanics bikes to get around like the factory and and the campus and those have been awesome because they always had flat tires it would have been awesome to have, like, oh, an see. airless tire on those. Yeah. yeah. yeah not 3D printed, though. Yeah. Very interesting. You're, you're inventing all these things. And it's like we have a, a store, a merch store, and, we, you know, we sell stickers and shirts, but not, like, a product or a thing. And it's always yeah. been my, like, dream to come up with that one thing and try to start with a problem that needs a solution. And, you know, you've already said that you were on a ride one time and you had crumbs or, you know, you... You're, it seems like you're really great at identifying those problems. Like, how often does that happen? Where I come up with a new idea? You're, you're, you can identify a problem that you can create a solution to. Because like, I'll go out on a ride, and, I'm, and sometimes I think, all right, I'm going to try to like, think mindfully here. What's a problem that I encounter on a ride that I can maybe be the person to create that solution or create that thing? To you, it must just come naturally. I think, the, yeah, the more I do it, the more it happens. But also... When you're not constrained by a, a problem, an act, like a problem needing to be realistic, like when it can be something that's sort of ridiculous, it also opens up the um, opens up the uh, realm of possibilities, right? And, and so I feel super fortunate to be able to just focus on the design and conceptual process of making something and inventing something without having to worry about bringing it to mass production in order to make money or like defending a patent or getting a patent at all for, for a lot of this stuff, right? It's just like I design it and I put it out there for a little bit and then I'm on to the next thing. So I feel really fortunate to be able to do that. Um, what were you like as a kid, like in school, were you like always dreaming up ideas? You wanted to be an inventor? Yeah, pretty much. I was always like, and my parents would always like save me random weird objects that they thought I'd make into some, some craft of some sort. Yeah. It was like, it's pretty much the same as I am now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so and what, doing weird stuff. And what what kind of kid were you? Were you uh, well behaved? Good grades? Uh, I got good grades. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to ride my bike. <laughs> that was that was it. I've always just wanted to ride my bike. So, yeah. We're trying to find out who's the smartest po person on the pod today. Generally, Dave's oh the smartest God. guy in the pod. I hate this, but I don't know <laughs> if that's true today. You strike Dang. me as. Uh, yeah, you're definitely smarter than me. Smarter, yeah, for sure. Now, if your wife was here, who would be the smartest? Oh, she's the definitely the brains of this operation. Uh, oh, yeah, she's super smart. Yeah, interesting. Now, yeah, are, really also, smart. are you an industry plant? Because you have a outside watch series. Your handle is outside Brendan. Is That's, this a coincidence? So they actually purchased me as a baby <laughs> and, <laughs> and raised me. They 3D printed you. Yes, wow. yes. Uh, it was like I was made in a lab by their by the outside media conglomerate to, Robin host their, to host their show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Is there a particular invention that you thought was dumb 
and then you kind of realize this is actually kind of cool. There's something here. Maybe I should keep developing this. Mm. Uh, the one thing I made first as a joke was the can holders. I think it's pretty obvious that they're useful, but that's the first thing I've sold as a physical product. That was pretty fun. To that's like a beer can that. holder. Yeah, and I have a bunch of different sizes, and they just go on your water bottle, and so on your water bottle uh, mounts, and you can hold a hold a beer can. I've seen those. Like I've clip seen it people on, clip it off with one hand. Do you have a, like a patent on that or anything? No, I t and I totally didn't like invent that. There's another company that was doing 3D printed ones first, and uh, I just wanted one that worked with one hand because I was annoyed by like having to reach down and like unclip it. So, just so many beers, you know, you <laughs> drink them faster. Yeah, I was riding, I, I was doing this ride across Wisconsin and we were starting in LaCroix, Wisconsin. So I like, that's like the birthplace of like the sparkling water. And so I like wanted to put all the sparkling waters on my bike. LaCroix is a place? It's a place, yeah. I thought it was going to be like France or something. If I it's thought, not from there, wow. it's not, it's, it's just sparkling water. I always <laughs> said it La Croix, right? Because I thought it was... La French. Yeah, I thought it was French, but it's not French. It's but it is Wisconsin. a French word. They're just butchering it in America. Wait, wait, wait. I know there's a La Crosse, Wisconsin. Yes. No, it's this not was... La not no. no, it's not. Okay, different place. Not La Crosse. No, okay. different place. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, La Crosse is La Space Cross. Oh. Not like the sport. La Crosse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is La Crosse from La Crosse? Where's it La Crosse from? <laughs> The only, the only reason why I'm aware of lacrosse is because I've been watching this, like, cop cam channel. It's like blue <laughs> cop something. And everything happens in lacrosse. This is like shitheads in lacrosse. <laughs> I mean, that's where um, Making a Murder as well, near there. Right. Was it? Wisconsin. Shout out lacrosse. Not in lacrosse. It was somewhere near there. Viewers can correct me. So how's your journey been as a YouTuber, content creator? You're really good at doing this all. You have to come up with all these ideas. But on top of that, you have to film the videos. Like, it, do you love doing it? Do you, do you find it challenging, difficult? Oh, yeah, I love it. Um, I definitely feel like I have the best job in the world. But it's a lot of work. I mean, last year was my first year doing it full time. And uh, I, I, felt, I felt like... Maybe I spent like 80, 90 hours a week at least doing it. And filming, I love filming, but it's kind of the last thing I do. Like the design and drawing on my computer and then 3D printing stuff and putting it together all takes way more time than filming and editing. And often I'm editing something like an hour before I put it up on Instagram. It's like the very last thing I do. Um, so it's kind of, I guess it's kind of nice that the story sort of comes naturally from like the way I think about stuff and the, and the process I use to design it. Um, and usually I have like the script in mind by the time I'm done, like building the thing and putting it together. Yeah. Is everything filmed on your phone? Mostly like 90% on my iPhone. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I called you a YouTuber, I believe. Well, but I, I don't know. How yeah. You I mean, YouTube is, yourself. yeah, I guess YouTube's my fastest growing platform right now. It's going to oh. pass my Instagram followers pretty soon. And so I really like YouTube as a platform and I'm, I'm planning a lot more long form content for this year. Um, just because the, the projects are getting like more complex and more ridiculous and I want to kind of have a longer attention span and yeah, um, just spend more time on each project rather than just making little silly things like make big, silly, ridiculous things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel like pressure to keep churning the machine and create inventing things and you're like, I, I don't know what to do. I got, a, I got another sprocket, I guess. This one will be No, I, luckily I don't. I have so many... I just have an, like this list I just can't keep up with the things I want to make. And so my, I just feel like constrained, like I don't have enough time in a week to get everything done that I want to get done. And so uh, 
Yeah, I, not not pressure to not pressure to film stuff. I kind of just ignore the um, kind of the any sort of posting schedule, and I just put stuff out as it's finished, uh, which may not be the best for my overall like channel growth. But you, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Do, do you have trouble like balancing like work life sometimes? Because this seems like a hobby that has now become your career, which can sometimes ruin the hobby. Yeah. No, I'm happy it's my career. It means I have. It means I have funding to do more fun projects that would otherwise be like a hobby I'm spending money on. Um, uh, yeah, no, I don't really have, I guess I don't really have a work life balance because like my work is my life. It's kind of what I'd be doing anyway. Uh, we don't have any, we don't have any kids at the moment. And my wife's also, she's um, growing a lot in her career right now. So she's, she's super busy as well, but luckily it's nice because we both work from home. So we get to spend lunch breaks together and, have breakfast and dinner together every day. So it's not like we're off on the road or anything like that. What was, uh, what was one of the shittier jobs you've had to work climbing that ladder? Uh, you mean as far as before I was a contact before creator? Before anything. Yeah. Yeah. I worked in a paper mill for a summer. I didn't really care for that. I worked, and then, um, I worked on uh, a GE building locomotives for a while like trains yeah like yeah they make the <laughs> like <laughs> automobile like all, yeah 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 and that was um i mean no hate no i hate to ge they make really great stuff but i didn't really like working there <laughs> so was there a long training period there or <laughs> oh, sorry they're gonna get it that's my contribution for the episode <laughs> second smartest guy in the pod second smartest was there a defining moment oh, actually first what was the dream job like 15 years ago? Like before content creation was a thing? Like what did you think you were going to go into? You know, I, I thought I was going to be an engineer in high school. Um, I always said I wanted to be, engin be an engineer. But then once I got my engineering degree, I realized what I actually wanted to be was a designer because I didn't actually care about the math. I just wanted to do the design side of things and like the conceptual side of things. I didn't actually care whether those things worked or not. So that really, it really was not good when I was working as an engineer, like at the paper room at GE, because I'd, I'd get through the initial process of, of solving a problem. Then I'd be like, oh, great, I'm done with it. And they're like, no, you still have to like optimize it. And you need to, you know, do all, run all these, I don't know, do all these, num all this math work to like make sure your solution is actually a real one. I'm like, no, I want to go into the next problem. So that's like where the channel is really nice. I can just like get something where it's like kind of a cool concept and it has a basic function and then go on to the next thing. Before the next question, do you guys want to all simultaneously, for the YouTube viewers, change our foot on the count of three on the other knee? Oh, Look, I've been swapping all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, ready? It's three, the chairs. Two, one. Swap it over. You know, surprisingly, oh, only, we're backwards now. only one pair of Blundstones in this studio, though. I don't, see what, I don't know what Brooke's wearing. Nope, no Blundstones. Only one pair? Yeah, that's Wait, it. are you guys both wearing Blundstones? No, he's got something no, he's got else. Fake, fake ones. ones. These are Timberlands. To be honest, probably fancier. Dude, Blundstones are mm. overrated. They're Sorry. Cheap. They are. I agree. I, I wanted what? a pair for so long. And then when, when we moved to Toronto, I got a pair. And I was like, they, I wore them out in like, I don't know, six months. I was like, oh, really? Toast. Yeah. Like the leather chipped, the insoles were garbage. I'm like, They'll never, give you a free pair never if that again. happens. Will they really? They will, yeah. Their warranty is insane. Oh, I got to take them back then. Do you, you guys it? notice that bus stop ad every time we leave the office? About That's a Blundstone ad. You ever notice that? Never. No. I'm oblivious to every advertisement. I in the world, just take so. them in. I'm the I'm the impression. I'm the statistic. No, I I just I just got these like two months ago. Before that, I had the same pair for twelve years. Really? Yeah. And wow. they were finally. I was like, okay, they're leaking through the bottom. I gotta replace these. Maybe I got a dud. Maybe I got you a got bad a dud. pair. 
and you yeah. got it done. Try them again. You say they're <laughs> overrated. Code, I, I do think <laughs> they're like melded to you at this point. Yeah, I like them because I don't want to buy shoes every year. But um, I do think if you're like, I want a work boot, there's better work boots. I want a hiking boot. There's definitely better hiking boots. Like they're they're good at a lot of things. They're not great at one thing. Yeah. Sorry, Blundstone, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm willing to be wrong and give me a free pair. Well, Brandon's going to 3D print a better Blundstone anyways. It's only a matter of time. So actually my, my mother-in-law gave me, you know those hoverboards from like 2015? Oh, I think Matt knows. Oh, like the, <laughs> I love them. I film on them. I shoot music videos. And we use them all the time. I have you, one in the studio somewhere. You film on them? Oh, yeah. Does, With the full gimbal and everything. Do you have like like a, a real one or like like a Segway like thing? That go, like this one won't even go over like an extension cord. I mean, it's... No, this is... It's a little beefier. It's kind of like still kind of crap. It's not Segway, but uh, I'm pretty good at it. So wow, it's like cool. I can go off curbs and stuff. Whoa, nice. I can go up curbs. Sometimes. I have one of the ones that were like like the series that were like you know catching fire when people would plug them in. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so my mother-in-law kind of as a joke gave me one for for Christmas. Joke. And I, don't know, I was so pumped. And uh, but I want to take it apart and turn it into like uh, each side into like tank tracks for your boots. So you like. Imagine like a pair of Blundstones and each one has like a, like a set of tracks on it and you can just like, like oh, tilt your feet and go around. I think that'd be so sick. Oh. That's what I want to do with my old Blundstones. I'm just yeah. trying to envision that right now. That is sweet. Why I got, I got eyes on the, on the hoverboard. I can see it there. It's, it's, it's far. Oh, nice. but yeah, to try my, it out after. One of my friends, uh, Byron, he got me that. Second, my second hoverboard for my birthday. Wow. Nobody nice. cares. Now, come on. <laughs> hoverboards, if you're listening. <laughs> you bought it, if you're listening. You bought it recently. They've it's all burned down. <laughs> you bought it, like, I don't know, a couple years for me. Oh, that wow. was like a super generous gift. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's I'm, really yeah, nice. I kind of was like, it, I was like the hoverboard filmer guy. And then it became cool and it was all over Instagram and I'm no longer the cool guy anymore. I like the. Um, the EUCs, electric unicycles. You seen those? No, those are wild. Are those the one wheels? Uh, no, one wheel is, uh, I guess, a type of electric unicycle. But that one has like the board, and you go sideways. But the the, the fast ones are the ones that you face forward, and it has a foot plate on each side. So it's it's like a little mo- like motorcycle between your. Yeah, feet. yeah. yeah. You'll see them on the trails around here. Yeah, yeah. That was a yeah. good bit too. But I got a, I got a friend, Mike. Um, he was like at the rampage site, like launching the canyon gap on his EUC. Yeah, that's pretty wild. It's really wild and scary. What? Yeah. I saw, I saw, I saw clips like of big that. gaps. I don't know if it's thing. the same thing. It's the same. There's only one guy. I think he's the only one <laughs> yeah, that goes that big. Yeah, I gotta see that. It, as far ter- as I know. it looked terrifying. It's one of those things where I'm like, you took an already insane, like to ride that on a bike is already so dangerous. And you just made it way more dangerous. I don't understand. I don't it. know if it's there. Yeah, there he is. I don't know if it's more dangerous though. Because like it's Whoa. way easier to bail. Oh my god, that's crazy! He almost doesn't make it one of the times. He did. Cr- he did hit the back of the landing. See, this is what makes me think it's less dangerous. Is because like he came in, sh- he came up really short and was able to just like slide out of it. Um, whereas on a bike, like casing that hard, you would be really messed up. I don't know. Like he, you don't have the handlebars and yeah, anything yeah. to worry about. I-, I was watching a skateboarding show and they did the. Oh, I can't. Remember remember what they call it like the man ramp or something it's a dude yeah. in a hard oh, yeah. hat and he puts a like a piece of plywood over his back mm-hmm. and then you skateboard onto him I and love, you hop off love man ramp and and i wondered is that what it's called man, yeah, ramp? man yeah. ramp okay man yeah. Ramp. yeah they got a whole account man ramp yeah 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 and he he appeared on uh, king of the road and i was thinking could you do this for uh biking and i thought yeah. oh this is way more dangerous get the handlebars if you bail like you're toast with skateboard you can just kind of jump Pit, off pit viper just did that in rampage oh 
Man Ramp. Oh, bikes. yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Everything's been done. <laughs> Everything's been done. Yeah, yeah, Man Ramp was there at Rampage, right? Yeah, I wanted yeah. to ask David if you'd be the Man Ramp. Such a sick idea for, no. a, for an account. I love it. It's, it's that good. and like City Bike Boys. I'm just like, yes. This yeah. is what we need more of in the world. <laughs> I, I remember this one, one wheel or what? EGC? EUC, electric unicycle. Okay, EUC. Yeah, EUC. Never seen that guy do, there was this like viral clip. He was doing dirt jumps. Yeah. Mm. That, uh, like 30 people sent me that over the course of a year. Like, I, okay, yeah, I've seen it. This guy's amazing. It's like you can't not share it. It's, yeah, it's, it's mm. insane. It's so good. Yeah, city bike boys are incredible. Like, have you ever ridden those things? Yeah. They're so hard to do anything on. Like you pull up the, on the handlebars, and you're like, well, this is impossible. Uh, yeah, like, I do no not, way. like, I do not understand how they get those bikes to do that, that stuff. Do you know who Ryan Leach is? Yeah. He, we did a video, uh, wheelies are easy, and he said, I can wheelie any bike. So we put him to the test. He wheelied a Shaw bike, which is our city bike, effortlessly. And then we went to a bike shop and we got like a road bike. We got a kid's bike, any bike, he just wheelied it. No, like, like a catwalk wheelie. It's amazing. That's wild. Yeah, I, can, I don't get it. Some of the things that those city bike boys do is just, we got to get one of those guys in the pod. And it's just <laughs> painful. Like anything you jump off of on those, the landing is just horribly painful. And sometimes they snap and or just, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> terrible. Oh, I say we should get one of those guys in the pod, but like, is it even like the same guys or just like a group of friends on it? Or and city bike boys are the same. They're the same guys. It's like the one. Same, same couple of guys. Okay. I wondered if you can just like submit clips if you do something. You need to get them place. and the um, extreme Mormons on the show as well. Have you seen extreme Mormons? No. No. Oh, my no, but God. I have my interest. Yeah. They're, Go on. They're brilliant. Yeah. I mean, they're uh, most, a lot of scooter tricks there, but they send it down some, uh, some pretty, uh, some pretty gnarly stuff on the scooters, like some big handrails and stuff. Like a handlebar scooter type, like razor scooter. Yeah, and they're okay. like always, oh, like you know, sending, sending in the name of God. Do they do? Do they do, do? they do jumps over their multiple wives? <laughs> they they talk about <laughs> their multiple long. wives. I don't think they're actual Mormons. The only people mm. I follow though on social media is uh, the Mormon Church. Elder Matthew. Okay. <laughs> I feel okay. like within ten seconds, I, this seems like it's a bit. What you, of course, it's a bit. Yeah, well, he said we, we, we're not if sure. I know if it's a legit bit, Mormon, but yeah. I don't know if they're actual Mormon missionaries or not. I feel like no. Something tells me the church wouldn't approve. <laughs> yeah, you're not even <laughs> allowed to like fart. So, so some of their stuff is <laughs> like not extreme, but then other times it's like this guy is grinding down like a 20 stair rail on a scooter. I'm like, damn, he's actually pretty good at that. This is definitely one of those examples of not that gnarly. Not that gnarly. Yeah. Well, actually, oh, that's he pretty did gnarly. Go across that intersection yeah. with no. Spotter. Well, yeah, so God was watching. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph Smith. Uh, Are you a religious man? No. No? He's a man of science. Yeah. Wait, well, what, I don't do, do you believe in anything? Well, uh, like any religion? <laughs> yeah. Or like, What's the best religion? <laughs> Give me your top 10 ranking. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't think I can name four. Um, but no, I was raised Catholic, but uh, not really not really religious anymore. But yeah. No. You still eat the wafers though, right? The wafers, you know, we were, I grew up in a little tiny church and we actually had, um, at communion, they had this like handmade bread, mm. like one of the local women in the parish made it and it was so good. I was always trying to get another piece or get like a bigger piece. <laughs> it was like this honey bread and it was like, oh man, man that sounds good. It's yeah. really good. Well, that's Way how you get me into wafers. religion. <laughs> Make some good bread. What's, I, what's the cracker thing or the wafer? 
It's supposed to be the body of Christ. Right. And the, and the wine, wine is the blood. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold up. I did it once, and it, in the but the wafer they gave me was terrible tasting. Oh, they're just plain, plain like wafer that lasts forever in like a plastic. No, it literally tastes like cardboard. That was the, the, mo- the most Dave thing ever. It was. It was like cr- it was like cranberry juice because I was a kid. Oh. Oh, oh, they didn't give you real wine. No. Oh wow. Yeah, it wasn't a Catholic church though. It was a. Oh. It was a, I don't know what like a Baptist or some. Yeah. Born again or something like that. Huh. Yeah, I. I I, luck, I lucked out in church growing up. It was like a good community, but it wasn't really a super religious place. Um, but yeah, a lot of people have had different experiences than me. So yeah, I try to stay away from the whole uh, religion topic too much. <laughs> Your parents, uh, let's dive a little deeper. Your parents uh, are <laughs> religious still? They No, no, not really. No. We, we wanted to ask, is there uh, anything you did as a kid that your parents didn't know about that you want to reveal to us on the pod? This is a new question. <laughs> new <laughs> question on the pod. Ah, jeez. I don't know because my parents might watch this though. So, oh, but they'd be over I also, it. I also can't think of anything that they don't know about. Um, my death, they were definitely not like a, you know, helicopter parents or whatever you call it. But, uh, hmm. No, actually, you know what? I was, we had, my friends and I had this thing um, where we, for some reason, we got into like throwing uh, little like black cats, like fireworks out the window of the car while we were driving around town. Sick. And uh, <laughs> like, this was like in high school. And one time I, I threw it, we were driving down and I threw it and there was like a, um, it went into the back of somebody else's car and there was like a, a dad and a little kid in there. Oh. It like scared them really bad. Oh. Not, Wait a Black cat. I don't, I've never heard it's that. Like Is that a, like a mighty mite? Like a little red? It's like a popper. Like not even a mighty mite. It's when you like throw it on the ground and it pops. Right? Oh, no, no. You light it. Oh, okay. So it, is it looks a like mite. a tiny, tiny little stick of dynamite. Yeah, yeah it's a mighty yeah, mite. Yeah. Okay. And okay. it makes a very loud bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you can get like a chain of them, right? Is you, that? you can get a chain of okay. them and we would take them apart, right? So they have like, Rump when you break. take them apart, they have like a second and a half fuse on them. Very, very small. And I was, I don't know, middle school. No, I must've been in high school, but I wasn't driving it. My friend was driving and threw out the window and it went into somebody's car and there you go, the parked car and oh, scared look, the crap out of them. Those look bigger than like Mighty Mites actually. I might recognize these. these Probably the worst, memories back. worst thing I've ever done. I was always a bit <laughs> scared of the firecrackers guys. Me too. And you seem like you're a devious, like uh, you were trying to come up with. I love fireworks, <laughs> man. I love fireworks. We were in Mexico recently um, when we were li- last year, we were in LA and we drove down to Baja for New Year's and they had some gnarly fireworks there, like bottle rockets that were like eight feet tall with like, <laughs> Nalgene sized tops on them. And I think and those are just rockets at that point. Dude, they <laughs> were like bone shaking. They're so good. <laughs> yeah, so good. What about those Roman candles? I mean, I've seen too many YouTube videos where people are firing them and it goes into the car or like an apartment across the street. You must have had Roman candle fights growing up though, right? Yeah. Oh, it's no. like a, a lot. Yeah. I was scared. They're not, those aren't, they just bounce off. Yeah. Yeah. They don't explode. They I mean, don't explode. Probably. They don't have a pop. What do they call that? Uh, with report. They don't have a report. With report. Is that what it means when a firework explodes? Yeah, that's like the when it explodes at the top. That's the oh. report. Yeah. Oh, we are feeding off each other. <laughs> wow. I think I got Roman candles fired at me more than I fired them at people. I was, mm. the, I was the same, yeah. yeah. You know, best fireworks I've ever seen in my life? Last year at Burning Man. You, you went to Burning Man. We went to Burning Man, Brooke and I, and... Uh, yeah, it blew my mind. Like, you generally like fireworks. Like, we have the celebration of lights here. Like, this year, the bad year with all the mud? Mm-hmm. You were there? Oh, wow. We were there. 
Uh, and uh, anyways, the fireworks. Usually I'm like meh on fireworks, but this time it blew my mind. It's crazy. And it seems like Burning Man, you would love that place. All the like crazy inventions and like creative people out there like trucking in these insane works of art. Yeah, you know, a couple people have told me that. it So far, it hasn't appealed to me to go, but maybe I should check it out. Um, I don't know. It seems like a lot of work and a lot of... <laughs> It depends. It depends. It can be. Yeah. It, well, yes. If you listen to our podcast, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. all I did was complain about the work. <laughs> but uh, that was because we like were part of the camp and we had to build the camp. But you can do the like, sh- you can, what they call is uh, sparkle ponies. You can show up and you're just there to like party with your sparkly like uh, makeup and uh, just leave as soon as you can. Huh. Yeah. And choose your own adventure. Interesting. But the, the, the creations there are just like mind blowing. Yeah. I'd like to go for the, for the art. That'd be really cool. But I don't know. I, I, I have this problem where I, I tend to just, I like to work alone and I just like being alone a lot of the time, which is weird, but sure. um, it doesn't appeal. Doesn't, that's why it doesn't appeal to me, I think. Just to like Crowds. Pe- people overload. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's got their own like social bandwidth. Yeah. Whatever. Although I do like certain events. Like I really liked Sea Otter last year. That was a blast. I'm excited to go back this year. So. Oh, maybe we'll see you there. Yeah. We're trying to make our way there. Are you, did you do a podcast there or no. just go for, go for fun? Oh, I haven't been in years. Yeah, I haven't been in a long time. Oh, nice. But it is a good time. It's a blast, yeah. yeah. But we're, I feel like with Sea Otter, we're always so jaded because the riding isn't great. And oh, you don't a, go for the riding. But it's a mountain bike event. You kind of want to go ride you your go bike. For? You go for the industry nerds. Mm. And the free coffee. <laughs> yeah, and that, I mean, uh, and, uh, and the recumbent dual slalom. Like, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a big, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun jam with like a lot of cool players in the industry. It's fun. Yeah. I, I went with my work, uh, working with NSMB and uh, yeah, my bosses, they love to have the beer garitas. You get a tecate, you put some tequila on top, a lime. And that's, those, that was the free coffees for us. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I got to meet you know meet some heroes. Like I went to there was a oh, like Continental had a party and I got to hang out with like G Atherton and like that's unreal that kind of stuff. Um, that guy is just larger than life. When he walks through a door, you're just like, oh my god. The, I think the coolest thing I ever did at Sea Otter was we traded up from a pair of socks all the way to a bike and then we gave the bike away. No, so we, what? We start. Yeah, I was thinking of making. We did you make, make like this? a reel or? Something. Yeah, we took pictures. We made an article on NSMB. Started with a pair of socks that we got for free, and then we traded it for like I can't even remember now. Maybe like gloves, and then it was like tires, and then a handlebar, and then we made our, made our way up to like a DT Swiss wheel, and then something, something, something. Then we had like a frame, and then we found a young girl to give it to. Was the bike worth more than the socks, or was it like a really crappy bike? Oh, 100% worth more than the socks, but uh, it wasn't like, uh, it was like a hard tail, but I don't know. I mean, someone gave us a bike. Someone yeah, literally that's, was that's like, wild. That's like really gave cool. up their stock that they brought there, their inventory. That's wild. Yeah. That's a cool thing. Do we have a speak pipe today? Yes. Should we listen to it, Dave? You sound enthusiastic about it. I what just don't have a computer on me. Jason, log in. Oh. Which one is it, Dave? Are we it's the I'll one do your job for it's you. the one at the bottom. <laughs> we had a two-hour conversation about being prepared on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, that, that one works. We're okay. playing speak pipes, which is our voicemail system. People can call in. The one oh, nice. It's, it's not starred. Our fans, Chother Nation, they mm-hmm. send in their questions, their concerns, their whatnots. Mm-hmm. Ask for advice. And today we have one from a very special man named James Campbell. 
Oh, of the soup? Uh, of, of soup origin, yes. Mm-hmm. But he's never hey, guys, one. this is uh, Matt's internal monologue. Um, <laughs> just wanted to ask a quick question. If someone was to act in a film about you, who would that actor be? Um, by the way, it's not actually Matt's internal monologue. It's Campbell, first-time Piper. So- um, love the podcast, guys. Original fan of the I Fucking Hate That um, YouTube series and love mountain biking too. Sorry, Dave. But, uh, yeah, love your work, guys. Always been in awe of what you do. And, um, yeah, keep it real. I love it. Keep it real. But when we were deciding on the speak pipes to play today, Dave was like, well, 100%, they're all going to be about mountain biking. Not only was that not about mountain biking, Dave? he showed some love for you, Dave. Mm-hmm. Don't we um, love each other's? I also want to apologize. I thought his name was James Campbell. It's Campbell James, apparently. Because oh. he said, hey, it's Campbell. I didn't know Campbell was a first name. Cream of mushroom. Or maybe he just goes by his last name. Yeah, he didn't say James in there. Um, but he does. I don't know. Whatever. Tomato. Okay, uh, Matt, you go first. Chicken Actor noodle. that would play you in a movie about you. Well, let's see. Uh, maybe um, Ryan Gosling. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you gotta that. find like the sexiest man out there to play me. No, I'm seeing you guys shaking your heads. I didn't shake. I don't know. This is hard for me. Um, I got one for you. Uh, Denzel Washington. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, you got one yeah. for me, Mark Norman. Um, no. uh, Celine Dion. I don't know who. No, nah, never mind. Come oh, on, say, I'm not gonna be what? offended. Come on, Thomas Middleditch. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Why'd you say never mind? Because I you thought you were sp- offended when I said that before. You got to speak your mind on the pod, Dave. We want to know more about you, Thomas. Oh, I can see. I mean, aesthetically, yeah, I can see. Yeah, I've it. been. He's a comedian. Oh, okay, good. I'm told all the. Well, now I am. I, I, I'm told all the time that I look like this guy. I think you're a better looking version of him. Oh, thank you. Oh, don't suck up. And he's an uglier version of me. <laughs> what? I'm being genuine. No, I, I've been told one of my old, like, good friends from high school. <laughs> you son of a bitch. My old friend, Albert. Shout out, Albert. He says it trips is him that, out so much that, that his, his mannerisms remind mm. him of me. Yeah, Very that's a good one. That's a good one. Thanks. Brendan, you have one? Uh, you know, there is an actor that people tell me I look like them all the time, and I, I'm blanking on their name right now. I cannot think of it. And there's also a Yugoslavian figure skater that seriously looks like my identical twin. Well, we all were we were dying to say that first, but we thought we'd let you. <laughs> yeah, you know the figure skater? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember Yugoslavia? his name right now. Yeah, it's not even a place anymore. I think he's Yugoslavia. Maybe he's from the Czech, Czech Republic. Oh, okay, yeah. We'll have to check it out. <laughs> You used to go Slavia. Um, who is the actor, man? I can't think of it right now. Do you have a do you have like, like a, a genre of a person? Is, is it like an like Aaron Paul situation? Oh yeah, maybe Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul? Yeah, maybe. You know what? I guess the short hair. Does he look like? Bitch. Him? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> no, it'd have to be someone. I feel like he's that like my favorite tough guy. Plays like an inventor, creative. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't remember this guy's name at the moment. Um, like, are we talking like Jesse Eisenberg? No, I think he was in. No way. Man. If you give me any hint, I feel like I can get. Yeah, it. He was in Inception. Yeah, Dave's a movie encyclopedia. Yeah, give I think he was one of the actors in Inception. I don't. I'm not. Not. Not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No. Not Tom Hardy. Leonardo DiCaprio. Not Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. No, maybe it wasn't Inception. I don't know. Not, I might, my pop Murphy. culture is absolutely horrible. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I've, I've been trying to you know, brush up on the pop culture because I feel like 
that's sort of an uh, an untapped market for me in terms mm-hmm. of like video games and pop culture and like gives like you extra ingredients. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and with I'm, you, brother. That's how I feel every day in this office with these guys. They're <laughs> talking about the last thing, the coolest thing on Netflix, whatever. I'm so I'm, far behind. Like growing up, we didn't have. Uh, I grew up in a re- really rural area. Like we had dial-up internet until I was in like 11th grade. So like like zero internet and like really didn't watch any movies or anything growing up. So um, just catching up on it, you know? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Dave, who's uh, playing you? I once had a waitress tell me I look like Tom Green, which really offended me. <laughs> I love Tom Green. And then, but, I, uh, and then I told her just in, uh, right away, I said, well, you look like Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, wow she didn't at all it was like uh it was well, we, were, we were doing a bit the we reality a- was he was in the shower six hours later <laughs> saying you look like rosie o'donnell yeah <laughs> no i was pretty laser f- fast with that so is it donald or donald donald so you look like that person tom green yes yeah, so he but can play me that would be amazing you? I would actually, if I wanted to pick someone, I'd pick like a Gosling or something, but it's not realistic. He's booked on my. No, you're middle ditch. No. (laughs) You gave up your Gosling privileges. I'm the middle ditch, but Ryan Gosling is the stand in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got the whole team. Then Denzel Washington somewhere there. Jason? I don't. I would love it to be like a Jake Johnson. Sorry, I'm just I'm just what, googling what, Tom Green. What, what? Who's the guy, the comedian or whatever that we uh. just looked at? That we're like, he looks exactly like. Yes, yes, yes. Brooke, killing it. Yeah, Matthew this guy. Broussard. Yeah, he looks sexier than me. Yes. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you don't want a Tom. You don't oh, want. Not. You don't want a Tom Green. Okay. He looks so much like Jason that even Jason the other day was like, "Yeah, I get it. It's freaky. It's I get weird. it. I get it. Yeah." Come on the plot, Matthew. Yeah. The thing with celebrities, though, is like when you look like you look at Tom Green and you think he's not sexy, but I bet if you saw him in real life, you would you would be like, oh, that's a sexy man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think so. They're just on another level. I don't think that's how it works. It's not like a (laughs) magic box thing. I think it is. I think the the TV just just tones it down like five levels. Like tones it down. All right. I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess you are getting complimented here, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I love well, Tom Green. Dream you. Dream podcast guest. He like is the pod father. He like invented the pod. It's I true. Think, I think the radio invented the podcast. No. He he had the home studio. He he brought this whole like this right mm-hmm. now. This would be in his house like 20, 25 years ago or so. True. true, true. Was it? What was that show called? The, show? the, the Webo Vision. Mm. Webo Vision. God, I love that. So I just discovered it like a year ago. Should we uh, binge him? Should we play a game? Ooh. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, wait, do we have the... Oh, no, we don't have the intro. Eh? I have the intro. Oh, you do? What okay, do you good. mean? Oh, man, we're so Dave. close to being dialed. Why'd you, oh, I, I, Maybe next week. <laughs> All right, Brendan, are you ready? Uh, we're going to play so. a game. Listen to the rules. It's that time again, folks. Time to play this or that. The game where you choose between two radically different options. Either this or that. Are you ready? Who did that voiceover? Nardwar. Nardwar. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had him in the booth. <laughs> it's AI. Uh, it's AI. Yeah. Cut that. No, no, no. Double it. Double it. All right. Are you ready? You understand the rules? Yeah, I think so. Okay, it doesn't perfect. seem like there's any rules. <laughs> inside out or outside in? Uh, outside in. PLA or ABS? PLA. 0.4 millimeter nozzle or 0.8 millimeter <laughs> nozzle? Uh, 0.6 millimeter nozzle. Ooh. Ooh. God, the audience is going wild right now. <laughs> Early mornings or late nights? 
Uh, early mornings. Vase mode or layered prints? Oh, application specific. Oh, duh, Dave. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Lego pedals or Lego seat? Oh, uh, Lego pedals. Lego pedals or Lego grips? Ooh, still the pedals. Pia marble or poop a baseball? Uh, <laughs> poop. I thought uh, Pia marble was a type of plastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I got thrown off for a second <laughs> as well. Iced coffee or hot coffee? A hot coffee. No arms or no legs? Oof. Uh, no arms, I guess. Good luck doing your projects. <laughs> it's tough, but I build robot arms. Crocs with <laughs> socks or without? With socks, normally. Loam or pow? Uh, loam, absolutely. Ketchup on the side or directly on the fries? On the side. No. Always feeling like someone is watching you or always feeling like you forgot something important? I've always felt both of those things. Um, <laughs> uh, always feel like someone's watching me. Travel back in time or into the future? Uh, into the future. Oh. Four feet tall or eight feet tall? Ooh, four feet. Coffee or beer? Uh, beer. Peanut butter or jelly? Dang. Can I choose one? Peanut butter. <laughs> that was the hardest one? <laughs> yeah, that was the hardest one. I love peanut butter and jelly. Instagram or TikTok? Uh, Instagram. And finally, trail snack, candy corn on the cob or shish kebab? Uh, I gotta go with the shish kebab. And that... Was this for that? He's one of the only people who said loam on the show ever. And I love it. What do you it. mean? It's like a biking show. I know. <laughs> Everybody says, says pow. Why? All these. Because pow is better. And rarer. And rarer. Yeah, at least here. Oh, yeah. I guess it's loam is still very new to me. Mm. Yeah. So. I mean, both are great for both sure. Both are great, but I don't know. I'm more of a, I'm not much. I don't know. I like, I like skiing and snowboarding, but take biking any day. Ride with us enough and, uh, You'll get to know the loam and you'll eventually be up. A you did a bunch of 3D printing research for that question set of questions. Yeah. Tireless research. Dave read it. I read it. But it I, sounded like I knew what I was talking about, right? Yeah. yeah it's I read convincing. those letters. It was crazy. Except I, you said 0.4 millimeter and then 0.8 and you went for 0.6. I was just reading it though. So. <laughs> Good questions. Good questions. <laughs> I am. Can, can we can just... Explain like we're five, because we are mentally. Yes. Mm -hmm. Vase mode, layered prints. I was looking up the differences. I'm like, I don't understand what this is. Uh, okay, so vase mode is like, all right, you take like a solid object. I'm in a, I don't know, grab this. So you take like a solid object. It's a glass. A glass. Yes. Um, and it would just start at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And it would do one continuous line around and around and around and around and around and around and around, all the way until it got to okay. the top. And it would be one wall thick. So if you're using a 0.4 millimeter nozzle, it would be 0.4 millimeters thick. So if you want to make a vase with thin walls, um, that's a great way to do it. But most things are not um, vase shaped. So you're going to print with layers. So you print a layer and then it moves up and prints the next layer and then it moves up and prints the next layer. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. So Thank you. Each layer is flat. I realize how stupid that question is now. It's a great question. <laughs> what did it's he say? It was application specific? Application specific, yeah. Yeah, okay. Different strokes. Talking about the glass, though, made me think about the new pottery classes Brooke and I are in. Are oh, you really? Nice. Class three. Hey, that's cool. What are you making? Uh, we're, we're just working on cylinders. And I finally caught the hang of it. I've been watching a buttload of Florian Gadsby. Is that his name? Gadsby on YouTube. Makes his best ASMR pottery videos. On the wheel? Yeah, on the wheel. Nice. Yeah, it's fun. That's cool. I love 
pottery. My wife really loves it. And that's one thing I want to add to the shop when we finally buy a house as a little pottery studio. Yeah. Yeah. That's becoming like a new dream of ours too. Nice. Yeah. It's so fun. It's like oh, 3D fun. printing, but with your hands. What? Are you guys uh, feeling out of your element here or what? No, I think it's cool. Add? I just have nothing I, to add. I'm going to make done you it. a mug. I, I, we, there's like uh, an excess of things. Mm. Yeah. What, do you, what, what shall I make for you guys? I want a big mug. I want a, a titty mug. mug. One of those mugs with titties on them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, I can try. I can try. Horny over here. How big? How big is the mug? How big are the titties? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, millimeter titties. Like, not like a crazy big mug, but I, I don't like a small mug where I'm like, I'm just going to have to oh, fill this up again. you're going to get it wrong with Dave. There's no way. No, no. You'll, you'll know. <laughs> I like like a low and a wide one, too. A Bear Grylls mug. Yeah. Drink your own piss. I want, I want like a, what is it? The rock climbing grip mug. Mm. Oh, those are the cool. Crimp. The crimp, yeah. yeah. There's a guy on TikTok. Um, he makes uh, really neat like mechanical stuff with, with pottery, like uh, oh. geared stuff. And like it's all like functional pottery for, you know, heating water or, you know, carrying coffee or whatever. But they have like cool little mechanical features to each thing. Got to remember his handle. You, you ever watch uh, Primitive Technology? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think What? So. No way. Is that on YouTube? Um, yeah, and and the th all the things. Yeah, I don't know. Primarily things. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. He like was a trendsetter because now there's like all these like fake uh, fakers. Anyways, it, it, he just makes like stuff in the woods. Like he'll show you how to make a hut. He'll make he made a pottery wheel out of like sticks and mud. No way. <laughs> yeah, he makes like um, what do you call it? like a kiln? He'll he, he makes everything. Yeah, it's crazy. Makes, like literally. Everything. Yeah, it's like engineering out of sticks and mud and stuff. Oh, that's wild. And it's ASMR style. There you go. ASMR, there's no talking. He's in the outback of Australia and he's always shirtless, shoeless, sockless. He's not, he's just wearing shorts and he's making all this stuff. Over I think I have seen months. this guy. He was, I think he blew up during COVID, didn't he? Like this became very popular. Uh, like probably everybody thought they were going to have to do this stuff. Mm, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I, don't, I think he blew up before that. Before. Yeah, I remember uh, when I was living with my grandmother. I was trying to find something that she would enjoy watching, just kind of like on repeat. Mm. And this was one of those things that I could tell she was really engaged in because there's no talking and it's just very self-explanatory and it's interesting. It's like a kid's show, but for grownups. Yeah. Wow. This yeah. guy might play Brendan in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he looks like him. Again, great the, idea for a channel. Like, yeah. The cost of resources is so low. <laughs> yeah. So I said he was a trendsetter, right? Because now there's like... People in, I think, like Asia, where they make it look like they're doing it with their, you know, their hands or shovels. So they'll make like a swimming pool, mm, but they're yeah. not showing you where the bulldozer comes in and <laughs> digs the hole. And oh, so they're no making way. these elaborate things, but it's completely fake. So it's like they've, they've just figured out how to turn this into a scam. Yeah, which is sad. That is sad. But this so guy sad. is just brilliant, man. I, I love so it. I could binge his, his videos all day. Great for the background, relaxing. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And a pottery wheel. I'm like, I can't even figure out how to make a pot with an actual wheel. And this guy's making the wheel itself. Pretty wild. Yeah. Brandon, what's next? What are you doing next? Oh, um, like 2024 and beyond? Yeah. Uh, I want to keep making bigger and bigger projects. I basically, I'd love to get to the point where I can do like three or four big, cool projects a year and have, you know, maybe monthly long format videos on YouTube. Um, I think that, that'd be the dream and have kind of like just whatever I want to do next, have it be my, my living. Yeah. Forever. Uh, yeah, I guess until I get sick of it <laughs> or because before TikTok is no longer a thing and Instagram is no longer I think a it, thing. I, I really like, 
I like the mix of, you know, the creativity and like teaching things. And I try to make sure that each project is adding something, at least something small, if, even if it's small to my like engineering portfolio. So it's not like some design problem or um, it's something I could like put on a resume. I guess there's always that thing like, oh, what if I have to get a job at some point? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I really, uh, you know, I, I think um, there's this thing where like you ask, young kids now what they want to be when they grow up and they all they often say like they want to be a youtuber mm -hmm. and i think it's looked at as like a negative thing but i being a youtuber can just mean like being an engineer on your own terms or you know being a pilot on your own terms there's so many things that can that can mean right and i think just i want to continue having the freedom to be creative and and have those big projects and hopefully like you know bring uh, bring joy to people along the way yeah I like it. I like it. I always, I, I was asking mostly because you know we saw you take uh, uh, on the project of with Outside Watch, and yeah. some could see that as like the next genesis of your career is going into those bigger streaming platforms and creating more structured like a television show. Essentially, is that or do you want to be your own your own crew and pay um, your own life a little bit more? Yeah, that? I like I like keeping it as a one man show and keeping overhead as low as possible, just because it reduces risk and um my wife and i also want to move around a bit and live in different places um so uh i like to keep those options open but um we are uh looks like we're going to do season two of the of failure as an option so i'm, I'm soaked on that I'd, congratulations I, I'd continue to do projects like that if they're available um, but i want to make sure they're not my only you know my only income source um, i like to have a variety of income streams and one thing I would like to do actually is do a real product, like from start to finish, so like mass production. I think that'd be a great experience and really fun to share kind of that journey um, with my audience. Yeah, I think you already have like, not to boil it down to numbers, but like an established customer base that would be like, I trust this guy, you know, I know what he does. I've been through that journey and I think it's cool to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it'd be cool, make a real physical product and then, uh, you know, as soon as, if it's a popular thing, as soon as the copycats come, you can kind of just abandon it and go on to the next thing. Yeah. Or you just hire a lawyer and. <laughs> yeah. That's the craziest thing to me is like I, people sending me like Amazon listings or like wish.com listings of things that I invented like a year ago. Wow. And like they're like real things now, but like other people are making them. It's super funny. Like the Crocs, like Crocs snow plows and like Crocs headlights. Like I had no intention of ever selling it as a real product and nobody's actually making any money off it because there's like 20 different sellers, right. but they're everywhere. I'm like Amazon and wish and yeah. All those little things you never yeah. think. So scamming you just like a uh, primitive technology. <laughs> I wonder with uh, the Apple vision VR thing coming out this yeah. summer, I wonder where VR is going to take us. Maybe, I don't know. How can you do what you do in VR? Can you show people how to build a thing or can you build things in VR? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's a, if you guys are doing pottery, there's um, a VR program you like. I think it's called Gravity Sculpt. There's like a guy now making furniture with it. If you look up, um, uh, are you familiar with the account um, Unnecessary Inventions? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I, was I thought about it all episode. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I was like, I won't mention it. He's always it. like front page of Reddit. Oh, he's fantastic and really a brilliant. He's really brilliant at marketing as yeah. well, mm -hmm. marketing himself. But he just did a, a collab post with a guy who builds furniture in VR. And then like gets it machined into like real life furniture. Oh, well. But yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. We have a VR set in here that our friend Dan gave us. We just got to figure out how to set it up, but really keen to. Is it an Oculus? No, it's not an Oculus. It's a. It? 
shit. What's it called? It's like made by Valve, like Valve, the people who made like Half Life. Oh, <laughs> What's it called? I don't know. It's old. It's it's like eight years old now, maybe ten years old now. So it's got a wire. The Oculus is wireless. Huh. So that's why he gave it to us. He doesn't want it. Oh, gotcha. He took his garbage. Yeah, gotcha. But yeah, excited to see where this all goes and uh, always entertained by your crazy creations. And we got to talk about what we can create together. Yeah, absolutely. We got a few ideas. Um, I hope you think they're good. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure. Probably better than mine. Um, it's not, it's, does this sound like we're wrapping up the podcast? Unless you'd have something you'd like to say. Oh, I mean, thanks for having me. This has been really nice. Oh, well, thank you very much. Really, really nice. Yeah, this yes. is the point where we say, do you have anything you want to plug? Anywhere people can go watch you create crazy stuff, oh. anything you're stoked about. Yeah, I mean, I'd be stoked if people want to see more, like uh, subscribe to YouTube um, or Instagram. Probably going to be leaning more heavily towards YouTube in the coming months. But At Outside Brendan. Yep, that's me. All one word. Yeah. And the show, where, the, where can they find that? Um, outside Watch. Failure is an option. There's also several episodes um, for free on their YouTube channel, the and Outside Watch YouTube channel. And you mentioned some things that you can purchase. Can you purchase things? Like maybe this banana holder? Oh, so yeah. So actually, if you want to print anything that I've created, most of the stuff is available on my website. So you can download and print it yourself. And we do have some, we have the, the only physical product I have is the, um, the beer can holders. And um, there's a guy, my friend Eric Olson uh, of Jenk Components. He makes those in right in Bellingham. Um, so you can purchase those through my site or through his site. How much does it cost to buy a, a, a plan or what do you call it? Uh, most of the digital files are four ninety nine, and there's some free ones up there as well. What a deal. What yeah. a smoking deal. Well, I hope maybe we can make something, collaborate. I can't wait to talk about our ideas, but thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, we have an intro. Who do, I mean, an outro. Who does the outro? We're so close to being dialed today, boys. I thought you were so just going to do it. Was I just supposed to do it? Yeah. All right, I'll just do it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please remember to subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, drop a comment on YouTube, and ask us for some advice or something you're dying to know. Say something nice to Dave. Maybe it's not mountain biking related. That'd be great. On speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other. Brendan, we'd love to hear from you if you can remember this. I ask every guest to leave us a speak pipe. I think it's happened once. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. It's a test of friendship. Oh, nice. Love this guy. We're gonna be best friends. And as always, thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.